0: Show is powered by the award winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Uh, Our hoops discussion is brought to you by Miskelly Furniture and all the Miskelly Sleep Stores. Exciting times with the big tournament here tomorrow night. Mississippi State-Pitt. Um, the women will play on Wednesday in South Bend against Illinois. Ole Miss punched their ticket. They're going to Stanford, California. Women's hoops. Their number eight seed against Gonzaga. How about that? And then Alabama is the number one seed in the tournament. A football school is now a basketball school now that Kirby Smart has taken over college football. And Brian Kelly's going to be like 1A. So this could be a little bit of an adjustment for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Plus, they've got some baggage. Uh, kind of... Well, there's no kind of... Understand. They have some baggage and, and a cloud over the program, yet they just ripped off three wins in a row. And, um, hey, they played... Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they did what they had to do, and they, they put the hammer down on A&M, who's a good team. Buzz Williams can coach. He may look like a uh, high school linebacker coach, but but Buzz can, can coach. And if you thought the league was tough, look at what Chris Jans has done this year at Mississippi State, and now Ole Miss hiring Chris Beard, who was really good at Texas Tech in Texas. It's just... I mean, Rick Barnes, Bruce Pearl, Musselman, Chris Jans, Buzz Williams. You know, it just... Yeah, I don't know what we have at LSU, and I don't know what we have at Florida. And... um, eh, Missouri coach did a hell of a job this year. He darn sure did. Does anyone care? I'm sorry, what? Well... They well they do in basketball a little <laughs> just, bit. I mean I'm they they, they they punched their ticket. I'm just
2: teasing. Um, Eight
0: SEC teams punched their ticket in men's cal Carey. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what John's gonna do. He seems there's unrest in the ranks. There's unrest. I don't know what he wants to do. Uh you know, he's making ten million a year. He's got a mega contract, he's got everything he wants and needs to be successful. But he needs to make another run. He does. It's uh, they're getting a little antsy up there. He's not on the hot seat, but no. but they are getting antsy in in Lexington, and they're not the best team in the in the league this year, um, and they weren't last year. So what does that what does that tell you? I mean, Alabama's the best team, and then where would you go? A and M, Tennessee. Hmm. You know, I think Michael White will just be average at Georgia and play that out and make some more money and whatever. <laughs> uh, Bruce Pearl had to be Tennessee late to get in. They were they were on their heels, um, but they had done enough in the non conference and early in in conference play. So there you go. I mean, uh, the LSU guy couldn't get it go about uh, McMahon. Yeah, and 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 uh, Golden is that right a- at uh, Florida? But Chris Jans in year one without I don't I don't think Jans has had as much talent as LSU or Florida. Ooh, that's how good he is. That that's that's how good Chris Jans is. That's an elite coaching job. It is an elite coaching job. You better pay up. I heard he's going to Wichita State. He's not going to Wichita State. And the report that he doesn't like Startville was absolutely and totally bogus. Absolutely and totally bogus. Not surprising. But absolutely and totally bogus. Um, and I've got to spend some time with him. Uh, he's a neat guy. Um, but anyway, so that's where you are. You, you've got Ole Miss women's in, Mississippi State men's and women's in. And I didn't think Jans was going to the NIT this year. And yet he takes them to the NCAA tournament. And hey, man, if, if they can find a way to get one more point than Pitt, they play Friday against Iowa State in Greensboro, North Carolina. North Carolina, you talk about the heart of basketball country. That's right. Like I said, I went to an ACC tournament there years ago. And hey, y'all know it; they're eating up with it. Duke and North Carolina are eight miles apart. Can you imagine if Mississippi State and Ole Miss were eight miles apart? I mean, they're only ninety miles apart, but can you imagine if they were eight miles apart? No. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That Duke and UNC are set up that way in in Durham and Chapel Hill. It's it's insane. Isn't there one more though that's Which, right by the near way, there? Shire has Duke playing well. You you may want to watch out on 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 the Dukies. I know a lot of you love to hate them, uh, and some of you love them. Depending on you know, I loved them early. I went weird. I don't know what happened. I loved Tommy Amaker and and um, Dawkins. Johnny Dawkins loved that team in eighty five. I told y'all eighty six was it? Never nervous Purvis broke my heart uh, when when. I didn't like Denny Crum because Kenny Payne went there. And I thought Bob Boyd had him. Long story short. Anyway, um, I, I was rooting for Duke like crazy. And then by 91, I was not a Bob Bobby Hurley and Christian Laettner fan. I was a UNLV fan. I loved Tark the Shark and UNLV. And UNLV had won it in 90. But when I went to the Final Four in 87, they were in it. It's true. It was th- think about the coaches that I got to watch: Bobby Knight, Jim Beheim, Rick Pitino, and Tarth the Shark. Yeah, the legends. Two of the four are my favorite. Legends. I know. I know Pitino's had some issues off the court, but to say that I loved Rick Pitino when he went to Kentucky, I went nuts. And Tarth the Shark was—he was just my guy. I loved Stacy Ogman, and and you know um, Armand Gilliam. <laughs> And, um, Anthony, Greg, Anthony, I loved Greg Anthony, Loved the way he played. So, and then I got to have Tark the shark on the show. I never thought that that would happen. That was a big deal for me. And it was early. It was like, Oh, four, Oh, five, Oh six. He had a little bit of Mike Leach in him. You would call him off the air and he would just talk to you for 20 minutes. (laughs) I'm like, I'm talking to Tark the shark. That's pretty cool. I worshiped this guy when I was a kid. Um, and he would just be sitting out back at his pool. He told me in Las Vegas. Retired in his book by Dan Wetzel. And if you love basketball or great storytelling in his book, uh, he left two tickets for Frank Sinatra at every home game for UNLV, the running rebels. And it, this is how big a dork I am. The first time I ever went to Las Vegas, we landed and, and a, this company that I was affiliated with at the time had a limo and I made them take me by the Mac center before we went to the strip
2: they were like, so what are like, you doing? Yeah, what's wrong with this guy? I said, I
0: have to go to the Mac Center where UNLV plays, or I can't function. And they were like, "Why, you weirdo?" Yes, that's what they said. <laughs> that's what they said. So, um, that's funny. Y'all know that I'm gonna really nerd out this week, and y'all, and you got to give us a little. We're gonna talk a lot of hoops. Um, we will dance with some some football with some NFL free agency. I know about the Jalen Ramsey thing to the Dolphins. Uh, we'll see what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. He says it's not going to take much longer. Well, in the season, he said, I won't hold him
2: hostage. I, and I can't imagine waiting until March, and now it's March 13th, and he, Aaron
0: Rodgers has mm-hmm. been done for two months and doesn't have a decision. Packers fans are turning on him. I think the front office has had enough. Here's the deal, though. They don't have an owner. And where Green Bay has been amazing since they, uh, was it Ron Wolf and Holmgren acquired yeah. Favre? And and he was a phenomenal general manager, and really got you know they didn't win in the '70s and '80s. They won in the '60s under Lombardi, and then lost their way. Um, hard to win, <laughs> yeah. You know, well, it's hard to win in the NFL. You damn right it is. So when they they have been winning for 30 years with Favre and Rodgers. but it's times like this where not having an owner with a measured and strong voice hurts them, yep. and that's why you know their makeup is is cool. In that, you know, they don't have an owner, but it's also uh, a little bit of a challenge in times like this. So we'll see what what Aaron Rodgers does. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are
1: waiting. To your happy place For a happy price Go to your happy price Priceline
0: Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship Icon of the Seas The Ultimate Family Vacation The Ultimate Six Slides, Eight Neighborhood, Zero Compromise Vacation The Ultimate Never Done That Can't Wait to Do It Vacation The Ultimate Chillin' by a Different Pool Every Day of the Week Vacation This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. But we will talk a lot of hoops this week. I think Thursday through Sunday is as good as it gets. You know, you can cook. You can have people over. You can be on your back patio, on your porch, in your living room. I hope you've already called MSSmarthomes.com. I did three weeks ago. So my, my man room is ready, and Wendy and the kids are going out of town. So it, it could get ugly. I could be in warm-ups, hat backwards, <laughs> you know, and you, I, I may watch 97 hours of college basketball. Did you pull
2: a Tom Brady and ask your family to leave so I that did. you could focus?
0: <laughs> I did. It could, it could get ugly from eleven fifteen Thursday morning until Sunday night at whatever that is, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Um, I may set a record and last year when I had my torn meniscus, I damn near set a record of watching March madness at the Proud little resort that we stayed out at, at Disney. Cause Wendy and Ella hall were roaming around the parks and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't walk it until, um, Dr. Jason Kraft with Mississippi sports medicine fixed me all up when I got home. So that's where I am and I'm, I'm ready and we may have Chris Jans and we may not. Oh yeah. All right, Blake. Let our listeners know what's going on with our out of bounds bracket challenge. Well,
2: yeah, you're talking all this basketball. You got to give people a chance to be a winner too, like you, man.
0: That's right. So we're going to be
2: <laughs> we're we're putting together uh, some some awesome prizes. We're going to have more than one winner, of course. But we're doing the out of bounds bracket challenge. It's easy. All I know, everyone listening is a is a college basketball insider, an analyst, and expert. Sure, they are. So they all are going to get it perfectly right. So I'm sure you'll have to be perfect to win. But if you want to get in to win, you go to Facebook search the out of bounds show or Twitter at bow bounds and join. It's pinned at the top. You can click the link, join the out of bounds bracket challenge. The code is bounds. We put it on all the, every, every social media post has the code there. If you can, if you can read, you can get in it to win it. So, uh, we're excited about it. Big prizes, big giveaways. And, uh, we'll see who has the knowledge who can put together the best bracket.
0: Okay. We'll figure out what the, we've got a lot of stuff. I know that a night at the golden moon casino, and a couple rounds of golf at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club will be involved, but there'll be a lot more than just than just that. Thank you for setting that up. Out of Bounds Bracket Challenge. It's on Twitter at Bow Bounds. It's on Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. Yep. Facebook search the Out of Bounds Show. Twitter at Bow Bounds. And I'm excited. You're excited. First things first, though. We got the first game. That's Mississippi State Pitt. Ole Miss women don't play till later in the week. They got in in. And, and then you'll have the Lady Dogs play on Wednesday at South Bend. But first things first, Mississippi State pit against a pretty big-name guy in Jeff Capel who played at Duke. He's not a good coach, but he knows how to get players. Okay? And he has assembled his best team since being at Pitt. One of them being Blake Henson, former Ole Miss player who scored like 30 <laughs> points against Mississippi State a couple of years ago. Kermit could have used that. No question. But it's a very old team. Graduate transfers, seniors. Uh, they played a lot of hoop and a lot sometimes, you know, a lot of times that matters. Now, look, Tolu Smith played a ton of ball. DJ Jeffries played a ton of ball. Mc, McNair's played a ton of ball. Um, you know, Davis and Shaq Moore have been around, but not to the extent of the pit players I just referenced. Your, your guy, Sean Jones Jr., who may have the most talent head to toe on the team um you know he could be he, he could be a guy to watch out for tomorrow night maybe a couple of buckets um he likes to get out on that fast break he can do some things he's long athletic he's he's a really good player shaq and um Davis andor or maybe Reed I don't know are going to have to hit, I think, a couple of shots for you to uh, advance. How about that? I guess Iowa State on Friday in Greensboro, North Carolina. Yep. They're, they've they proven that they can do it. They just haven't done it consistently. I mean, Shaq and Davis have hit some shots. Yeah. Uh, DJ's pretty, Jeffrey's pretty timid right now on the offensive end. Tolu's been amazing at times. Okay. But now they've got some bigs at Pitt. And they defend really well in the post. So Tolu's going to have his hands full. Oh, which could lead to Cam Matthews doing some things on the offensive end that you really need. But you'll need Tolu to stay out of foul trouble and stay on
2: the floor. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's going to have to have... We mentioned it leading up to... I guess I guess we mentioned it leading up to their game against Florida. Or maybe after the game against Florida. Tolu's averaging 19-10. Uh, and 10. Since that, yeah. Since that benching in the original Florida game in the regular season in late December, you're going to need that. He's going to have to hit his average in order for you to win. If I had to guess,
0: I think you could be close to right. Yeah, he needs a big game. I don't know how that's going to look, but but Tolu's going to have to fill it up. It's
2: not fair to him, but you have to have like he's your quarterback, so to speak. If we want to give it a football sure. analogy. There's not very many games where you can win a big game and your quarterback play poorly. That's Tolu Smith. You pretty much have to have the baseline of eighteen and ten or nineteen and ten, whatever whatever it is at, and you better hope other people show up also.
0: Cam Matthews needs to show up, but yeah, you got to hit some outside shots with Shaq Moore and, and Davis. Maybe Reed. I don't. I don't know. We'll see how that looks as as the game unfolds. Um, it's in Dayton, Ohio. Mississippi State versus Pitt, eight ten tomorrow. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you
1: more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild
0: side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi
1: Wild Cherry and get wild.
0: True TV.
2: That's right. Our friend Joe Gatto of Impractical Jokers, who, well, formerly of Impractical Jokers, now just doing stand-up, that's Impractical Jokers made their hay on True TV.
0: Ah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Okay, hopefully we'll get... Boom, I think we got him. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Brought to you by the amazing cigars at Havana Smoke Shop. We welcome in Chris Jans, the head basketball coach at Mississippi State. Kind enough to give us a few minutes as they're busy going to Dayton, Ohio. And they made the tournament and they'll play Pitt tomorrow night at 8.10. Uh, Coach, you said that... um, you expected that it, that it was a goal to go to the NCAA tournament, even in your first year with all the transition. Uh, you don't remember this, but you and I had a conversation like October, November, and I thought you were crazy. I didn't even think this team was uh, capable of going to the NIT. What made you believe this team could accomplish what they have?
1: Uh, Blind faith. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just... I don't know. I, I felt like uh, we had enough talent in the room once we got organized in the fall. Uh, I felt like we had some hungry guys, and at that point, when we visited, the coachability factor was really good. The buy-in and the belief was really good, and certainly I knew you know we'd have to play well um, over the course of a marathon you know, season that college basketball is, but um, I just believe that if you set a high expectation and you work like that every day, and if you got a group that's willing to be, you know, selfless and try to be something bigger than themselves, um, you got a chance in and, and, and college basketball or probably most team sports. And, you know, we're a product of that. And, um, you know, it's been uh, quite a ride.
0: Yeah, it has. Chris Jans on the Farm Bureau insurance guest line. So coach, um, Pitt is really good at defending the post and Tolu's your main scorer. Um, at times you've gotten what you wanted out on the perimeter from Shaq and Davis and maybe some others uh, but as you look at that and they're big men um what do you see from Pitt
1: well they got great length you know that's one of the things that jumps off the page is they got three seven foot guys that all play on a regular basis and sometimes they play two of them together um so that certainly um you know right from the jump you got paint protection and rim protection and like you mentioned you know i think pretty well known fact that we'd like to play inside out and play through tolu as, as much as possible and pitwell i've already known that with the film that they've watched so um it'll be interesting to see how it plays out but they're they're, they're seven footers but they're you know they're long and angular and um, they run and, and they're skilled but they're not maybe as strong and as quick as some of the other guys that has played against. But, um, you know, they have a great combination of this length and size and then just shot makers, you know, everywhere. I mean, two of those three seven-footers shoot the three. Uh, they're young kids. They're freshmen. They're, I think they're twins, if I'm not mistaken. And then they got these guards that um, just can space the floor, and they're really, really old. And um, they got a really good – really good ball
0: club so you've done this before and you mentioned this actually a couple weeks ago with us but what's it like for you and your staff to to prepare on such i mean it's the same thing for them and the way you play defense they got to figure something out over less than 48 hours because of the unique way and style that y'all defend at every level but what's that like going in to tomorrow night coach Uh, a
1: lot of caffeine (laughs) Um, not a lot of sleep, especially when you, you're you playing the second game of the tournament on a Tuesday and you get announced on a Sunday. So you got, you know, 48 hours till tip time. And um, it just is what it is. And at the end of the day, you know, it's not what we know about our opponent, but it's more important of how much information can we get in our kids' brain and get them to, you know, tweak and adjust how we defend or run offense to try to, you know, put ourselves in the best position. And, and that's what's most important. It's not what we can, you know, learn. It's, it's what we help these guys with. And uh, when I got a veteran staff, and, and we're, we're, I feel really good about, you know, being ahead of the game that way with the guys that, that are doing the scout and uh, feeding me the information. And uh, we'll practice you know, this afternoon once we arrive and uh, we'll have a bunch of meetings and video and try to do the best that we can. So tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, you know, our guys are, are ready to roll.
0: One more before we let you go. Uh, watching Tolu's reaction was pretty cool, even though you got to have the play-in game. Um, what's it like knowing that he's able to do this, you know, depending on what y'all do tomorrow night? but what was that like for you having only coached him for one year?
1: I'm just happy for all of them. Um, I think the response was pretty uh, across the board for all of us. To see your name is always exciting, no matter how many times you get to do it. But for most of those young men in that room, all but one, it was the first time they were able to experience that. And we've got a bunch of guys that have played college basketball for quite some time, but, if you look back and watch it, it's like they see their name and it's, it's a brief moment of pure joy. And then they realize that we play, we're playing, you know, in Dayton in the first four, and we're certainly appreciative of getting selected and excited to be in March madness. But, um, you know, it's different. You know, if you play Thursday, Friday, you get a couple of days to marinate in it and prepare and all the trimmings that come with uh, being selected in March madness and everybody talking about every matchup. and, And there's just, that ain't the situation with this group. So, um, you know, we've had to get in in work mode immediately, and and they had to get in that mindset of packing and, you know, uh, looking at an itinerary that possibly could, you know, uh, and hopefully, you know, will be away for a while. And so, uh, it's just an interesting and a different ride when you when you're this part of the tournament.
0: I bet Chris Jans on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line, Coach. We appreciate your time today. Thank you.
1: All right, Bo. Hell State, thanks.
0: Chris Jans on the Out of Bounds show. They play tomorrow night against Pitt, Eight ten. True TV. Jeff Capel, former Duke guard, is the head coach for Pitt. And uh, this is his best team by far and away, Blake. 22-11, and 14-6 in conference. And uh, they have been rolling. So sh- should be a hell of a matchup tomorrow night. That interview was brought to you by Bulldog Burger. Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor, and Ridgeland. Bulldog Burger in Startwell and Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. Have a great day. If you missed any of the show, go to Apple Podcast and search Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Also, Blake wants you to uh, jump in the Out of Bounds Bracket Challenge. All right? It's uh, pinned on our Twitter page or whatever feed, at Bow Bounds. Jump in. We're going to have some great prizes. This is what it's all about. The big tournament the next few weeks. Uh, Out of Bounds Bracket Challenge. Go to Twitter. It's pinned at the top. Or Facebook. Search the Out of Bounds Show. Hope you have a wonderful Monday. And we will be back tomorrow if Blake lets me.